to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. And this is Season 2, Episode 13, Get Organized Day. I'm trying. Day. <laughs> we truly I'm trying. Um, April 26th here in the USA is National Get Organized Day. Now... I'm going to be totally full disclosure here. I feel like every single day there's like 27 different national. It's this day. It's eat ice cream on your head day. It's whatever day. But getting organized, I feel like, goes hand in hand with it finally starting to warm up and be springy. Mm -hmm. Um, Here in Ohio, we've been waiting on spring very impatiently for a long, long time. We got a dose of it this past weekend, and it's back to like 42 degrees today. So depressing. We had baseball tonight, and it was too cold to sit out there. We sat in the car. I bet that that's why getting organized day or get organized day is in April, because it probably probably because it goes hand in hand with spring cleaning. Well, if I had um, to guess, it's funny that you say that because today I was actually looking up the origins of spring cleaning mm-hmm. and just trying to figure out who we need to blame for that idea. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, it actually dates back pretty far to Chinese, Iranian, and Jewish traditions. Um, Jewish because they always, I guess, cleaned really well for Passover. Oh. And mm-hmm. Iranians, uh, the there is a name for this that I'm not even going to try to butcher. So if you are listening, please just know I don't want to. I don't want to kill this name, but. Uh, the Iranian New Year is also the first day of spring. Oh, so okay. for them, that was a way of like cleaning and bringing in the new year. Um, so I thought, okay, like those are all pretty cool. And I, I have to agree, like nothing better than spring cleaning, having the windows open, just letting that fresh air in. And I was cleaning this weekend and I didn't have the air on. I just had the windows open, but I had to turn the air on because it was 79 degrees. <laughs> In the house oh. I, was cleaning. I was like, I'm going to die because I was just so, like hot and sweat. If I whatever, because there was a breeze coming in, but because I was up and moving, it was no good. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was. I don't know. And where where we are, we're in town, so like anytime, like tonight, we left here. It didn't feel that bad out. And I'm telling Remy, like we're not we're not standing outside. It's kind of breezy. I don't want you to get sick. At the bald field, it is guaranteed, and I'm sure just because it's so wide open, to be, like, 12 times windier when we get there. And it's, I mean, like, two blocks across town. It's not even, like, it's far away. It's just out in the country, and it was so cold and windy out there tonight. And she kept being like, Mm -hmm. please, please, can we go out? Please. Like, I'm some horrible parent for making her sit in the car, but (laughs) I just know what it would be. Tomorrow she'd be like, my throat hurts or whatever. Yeah. Uh, So we... I mean, her sit in the car tonight. And actually, I worked on knitting a pumpkin because, you know, speaking of spring cleaning, let's be knitting pumpkins. But I'm trying to get ahead of this festival that you and I are doing in the fall. (coughs) Yeah. And now's the perfect time. Mm -hmm. And now's the perfect time to get your stock going so that you're not, you know, trying to do a lot right at at the uh, tail end of summer. Well, and they haven't held this festival for the last two years. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I feel like maybe this is just me being overly optimistic here, but I feel like uh, it's going to be really busy. I do, too. Well, Uh and when we went to Lucasville this weekend, it was the busiest I ever seen it for April. Oh, that's amazing. And 
well, it last year, but we didn't go, and I don't know why. I don't remember if it was like rainy or cold or what the situation was. I don't remember, but we went down there this year, and it was the first time in four years that I had gone down. I thought it was three, but then Eric reminded me that in 2019 was when I threw my back out and you had to go down without me. Yes. And then we of course didn't, didn't have it. And then last year we didn't go for whatever reason. I don't remember why, but so then this year was the first time that I went since you and I went down that last time. And man, I felt like I was with my people yes oh my gosh I didn't want to leave I was like man this weekend is perfect but I told Eric I said if we were down here Brittany and I you better believe snow flurries (laughs) oh my gosh I don't know how many times we froze it was always so cold every year (laughs) hopefully when we go in June like it's got to be nice by then I say that now and then just look forward to this episode folks because coming to you in an episode probably in June I'm gonna be like yeah remember when I said it's gonna be nice when we go we have tornado warnings or (laughs) we'll be in six inches of mud we'll have to wear muck boots down there (laughs) Don't tempt me. I mean, it might just be the look to fit in. <laughs> oh, Shorts there was some. The sun was out. So, so sun was out. Bums were out. <laughs> yep. By bums, I mean people's behinds. <laughs> oh, it's such a, mm, it's just such a people watching experience at Lucasville. Almost like the airport. I feel like the airport is also a people watching experience. <sighs> funny you should bring that up i was watching this show from the early 2000s i don't know i was it was on youtube i was watching it but it like tv show but i didn't have cable so i'm sure like our listeners have probably watched early some of them but anyway it was um remember the show that used to be on it was like parking wars yes followed the parking people okay well same concept sort of except for it was employees like telling people they couldn't fly because they were too drunk or whatever and people being belligerent about missing their flights or bags being lost and all oh, that oh that sounds fun but i was like man to sit though in an airport all day and like they wouldn't even have to pay me i don't think like i would volunteer my time <laughs> yeah it's- to participate in all that it's interesting. So, okay, I flew last week for the first time post-COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was interesting, especially because here, when I left on my flights, there was a mask mandate. Mm-hmm. When I returned home on the flight, there was no mask mandate. So, quite a bit of mixed emotions. And I don't really care where anybody stands on that. Just stating the facts that it made the scene a little more uh intense i feel like because then you of course got different people voicing different concerns and um dirty look of the week 100 percent goes to this blonde older lady i would say ranging in her 50s to 60s that works the tsa gate uh on the southwest side of the charlotte airport lady i hope you're listening Oh my gosh, I literally thought I was going to be one of these people that you see on TV that gets arrested at the airport. And I am not, I mean, if you're listening, you're like a year and a half into this podcast, you know I'm not really a violent person. I mean, I might threaten to burn things down occasionally, but only when it's warranted. I wake Uh, up every day and choose violence. I will be the violent partner in this. (laughs) Okay, well, so 
my flight was really, really early when we flew home, and I had to be at the airport at like three o'clock in the morning, which is ridiculous for starters. Yeah. Um, because in hindsight, I should have never tried to go to sleep. I should have literally just stayed up. Um, because my anxiety wouldn't let me go to sleep anyway. So it was after eleven before I went to sleep, and I had to get up at like one forty-five. That was the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever done. You should have just slept in the airport. <laughs> I just looked homeless. Just right in. <laughs> Um, so, okay, the rules are you have to be at the airport two hours in advance of your flight to allow you time to get checked in if there's lines, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so again, a five, five o'clock flight, you gotta be there at three. Um, so, lo and behold, we get there right on schedule, we're cruising along, because if you'll believe it or not, there's not a lot of Charlotte traffic at two in the morning. Um, so we get there, we get in the line, Southwest isn't even open yet cool all right we're waiting we've got like the pre-check check thing where you get to get in the fast line because you've already done all your stuff uh so we're just hanging out waiting here comes the lady and she's like yeah i'm here a little early normally we don't open till four but i'm gonna go ahead and get you guys started so we're cool cool ladies real nice it's charlotte it's the south everybody's super friendly amazing we get our stuff we go to this TSA line to wait. Well, they don't open until four. Cool. We wait. Again, it's three o'clock in the morning. So it's like way too early for anybody to care. We're all half asleep like zombies. Right. So as the line keeps building because they don't open until four, um, here comes this little airport lady who's like, excuse me, you know, whatever. We're going to open up some more of these roller coaster like dividers to make you all snake around a little more and fit more people in this line. Okay, cool. We do that. We move up and no more than we do that, Sarah. All hell breaks loose. This TSA bitch uh, comes out. And again, I mean, it's it's like 3.30 in the morning, 3.45 at this point, screaming at the top of her lungs that we are oh. not supposed to be in line. They are not open. And we're like, oh. Okay. Then who told you to get in the line? Excuse like... us, ma'am. The other lady from the airport is who actually moved us, literally right. moved us up into this line. So, like, we're, oh I mean, we're gosh. all just stunned because... Nobody's awake. Nobody's had coffee because that's the other thing. Uh, while I'm dosing out dirty looks here to the Charlotte airport and their employees, if you're going to require people to be at the airport two hours before their flight, you should maybe, I don't know, have a coffee stand open. Right. That Complimentary Nothing. coffee. Nothing. I want a continental breakfast while I went on this plane. Everybody <laughs> was like getting crazy. And so this lady's just screaming, screaming. And I can't even do it justice if I tried. I mean, she is screaming as if she's watching a child abduction happen. <laughs> At the top of her lungs, like, get out, get out. And we're all like, what, what? Oh, my God. So she's screaming, like, we're moving as fast as we can. But again, you have an entire line of, like, 100 people trying to reverse out of this roller coaster line (laughs) with all their carry-on luggage and their bags and all their stuff. And again, it's like like 3.45 in the morning. So nobody is awake or happy about any of this. So finally, I'm like, ma'am, we are trying to move. We cannot trample the people in front of us. So if you if you just give us a minute, we are we're literally trying. We don't understand what's happening, but we're we're trying to move here. <laughs> so no more than we start to get out of the line. Here comes this other airport worker screaming at us from the other <laughs> side. I don't know who told y'all to get in line anyway. They're closed. Nobody said you could get in line. I don't know why you're in the line. And I'm like, oh my God, I am gonna literally kill someone and it's not even four o'clock in the morning. So and who here cares are. if you are in a like you're in a line? It's not like you're rioting at the airport. <laughs> and if they wouldn't have started screaming, get out, you could have heard a pin drop. Like everybody was so tired that 
I mean, nobody was speaking at all, but by this point, <laughs> everybody is really heated. They radio in backup security forces <laughs> to the TSA gate, and I'm like, dang it, man, here we go. I'm traveling for work, and this is going to be the time that my boss's boss gets that call about me getting arrested by TSA at the airport. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, I, I'm a pretty calm person, but she wouldn't just, just wouldn't stop, wouldn't stop. And then everybody beside us was getting rather heated, like, ma'am you're the one that moved us up in line. I didn't move you up in line. Like they're all fighting and she just keeps screaming. Well, she sees me try to take her picture because I am hundred percent that Karen. Mm-hmm. Um, She covers up her badge and is like, ma'am, don't you dare put my picture on Facebook. And I was like, ma'am, you better believe I a hundred percent. I'm taking you up on that dare. I am absolutely putting you on Facebook. And then I got to thinking about it and thought I would do one better and give her the freaking dirty look of the week as well, because I just, this is, I see it on the news. You see it on the news all the time about how people are getting belligerent on the airplanes and blah, blah, blah. No. mm -mm. Every one of those passengers was a nice, calm passenger until that lady came out screaming. Yeah. She escalated that situation in no time flat. And then it's like four o'clock in the morning and you've got 50 rather heated passengers. And could it not have been something as simple as, hi, I apologize I'm aware someone gave you misinformation and asked you to get in line. Unfortunately, that is not our. Unfortunately, have to ask you to please get out of the line. We will get you back in the line as soon as possible. Right. Period. Hear me out. I don't end. want to make you do this either, but it's just what we have to do. If they would have done that, <laughs> it would have been no issue at all. Because here's the other thing that royally pissed me off. We get out of this line. Security's there. Everybody's blood pressure's at 12,000. Like, we're all, I mean, fuming. And it's 4 o'clock in the morning. And then they're like, okay, and now TSA's open. You can get back in line. As if nothing had just transpired. <laughs> so by the time we all get through the gate, literally, there's like a gang of us rolling through this gate. Like, <laughs> these MFers, you know what right. I mean? Like, we're all royally <laughs> ready needed. to fight. I know. I, uh, the co-worker oh. I was traveling with, I was like, you suppose that they radio the uh, pilot and let him know that thanks to TSA agent at the gate here, they got about 50 route up passengers getting on board this plane right uh, so that happened and then I, I'm just not sure I'm cut out for flying a whole lot I commend people that do that for a living and have to travel here and there and everywhere first of all I'd be lost or left at an airport mm-hmm. I'm not real good at keeping up with real tight schedules no things it's not good but we're sitting at the gate waiting at Chicago to hit that plane and come home and Sh- Chicago. Chicago hair is that what you're talking about? Uh, no, actually, it was Chicago Midway. Oh, okay. Um, which I guess is smaller than O'Hare, maybe, and not as busy. But uh, we say, have- I hear that O'Hare, like that's a that's a wild air. Especially get through if you asking. are in the supply chain industry, <laughs> mentioning that name is like the devil, right? <laughs> They're like, what's that sure. O'Hare click? <laughs> No, um, no, this was Chicago Midway, but we had like a four hour layover there, which is cool. Like I'm just chilling. I got my laptop out working a little bit here and there, killing time, whatever. All of a sudden they come on, you know, and normally they come on the intercom like, whoa, welcome to Southwest gate, blah, blah, blah. Heading to San Diego where it's sunny and 72, you know, they're always real nice mm-hmm. and formative. No, this girl comes on and she's like, I wouldn't have gotten on this flight, but she says, uh, if you are at gate, blah, 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 heading to Portland, flight number, blah, 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 listen up. And we're <laughs> all like, oh, oh, okay. Well, that was a little, 
that's a little br- aggressive, but we're listening. <laughs> you got hurt. our attention, girl. What's up? I'm not her speaking tone from any of these <laughs> airline No, because employees. I think the thing is that they have given, they have zero Fs left over the last two years <laughs> of what has encountered. Like, they're just fresh out. And that's how this girl was. So the message that she delivered was, if you're heading to Portland, we hope that you make it alive. You're not going to be allowed out of your seat. We're expecting violent turbulence. You're not going to be allowed to unbuckle. You will not be allowed to use the bathroom. We will not give you any drinks or service. If you need to use the restroom, we suggest you do it now because this is your last chance. And we were like, oh my gosh. Like, I, would I would probably just get on a later flight. Like <laughs> That is what like I said. I feel like that is the Lord speaking through the telecom there telling you to perhaps... I've seen enough Final Destination movies, actually, mm-hmm. and I feel like that was one of those moments where I, I'm going to be on some point. Yeah, I feel like, could you tell me where your nearest Enterprise or in a car is? Yeah, that <laughs> I'm going to take the scenic route and drive on out there. <laughs> the guys that were sitting beside us were uh, a gentleman and his dad, and they were headed out to Seattle to watch... Uh, the Kansas City Royals play baseball for their series. And so they hear the whole thing and they're not worried at all. And I'm like, okay, but hey, fellas, hear me out. I'm glad you're not concerned. But in case you weren't aware, flying to Portland and flying to Seattle is generally the same direction. Mm -hmm. Like You're probably going to hit the same turbulence. Um, Our landing into Chicago was a little abrupt. I'm not, I mean, I don't, but flying doesn't bother me by any means. Um, what bothers me is the people aspect of it because I literally think I hate people. What do you mean? Like, because you have to share a plane with other people or because people are assholes. Like here's an example. Oh. Um, you, you board the plane and the way say that Southwest does it, you don't have a specific seat number. They board you in like <sighs> letters. So if you have an A boarding pass, you have a number like a 22. Uh-huh. No one else has that same number. So you line up behind a21 and in front of a23 and that's the order they put you on the plane once you're on the plane you pick whatever seat you want you want a window pick a window you want to sit up front you want to sit in the back sit wherever you want um oh i don't like i need i need order in my life i don't want no free for all on a plane so a co-worker did a really good job of making sure that we sat together even though technically we weren't supposed to she is a pro and so she just knew the ropes and she would turn her back pretend she was on her cell phone and if anybody wanted to sit beside her until i got on the plane um she'd be like oh sorry she's in the bathroom i wasn't i wasn't actually even on the plane yet but she did it every time to make sure that i got a seat beside her and wasn't stuck by anybody weird but um yeah why weren't you but was but why wasn't you allowed to sit with her well, I could, but if somebody else that boarded before me wanted that oh, seat. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. I was so say- she lied, put stuff there, pretended I was in the bathroom because she had like special boarding because she flies all the freaking time to where she got on like almost first. Oh. Um, I do not fly all the time and yeah. I did not get special board first boarding. So, um, but here's the part where people are assholes. So you all get on the plane, you put your, you know, carry on thing in the overhead bin, you put your other bag underneath of the seat in front of you. Cool. Except for the second you land, everybody starts getting squirrely and wants to get their shit out of the overhead bin first. And they want to get off the plane first. And here's the thing. It's just like church mm-hmm. or a funeral or a wedding. They're releasing you and then you and then you and then you out of each side of the aisle, each side of the aisle, all the way to the back of the plane. Mm. 
but this one guy got his stuff out and then like blocked me in i couldn't even get my bag out if i wanted to until he was off the plane oh that's the part of where i hate people um i just i can't stand how inconsiderate and in a rush everyone is um getting on the flight actually out of columbus we were headed to st louis and some douchebag guy there was giving the tsa kid a really hard time um just just being ignorant like i i get it everybody wants to get where they're going everybody's in a hurry hurry up and wait hurry up and wait you being an asshole to anybody along your travels is not going to help you get anywhere any faster i can assure you that no because i know in my mindset or in my professional life if you're a total jerk to me i'm going to want to help you less than i already do Mm -hmm. so i'm pretty sure those rules apply just in life in general so like don't be a jerk to the tsa kid uh he's trying his best if that lady like you said if she would have come out and said hey they screwed up i'm real sorry we shouldn't have got you guys in line yet if we could just get everybody back out for a few minutes as soon as we open we'll let you right back in not a single person i don't feel would have said anything we've been like no crappy but okay well whatever right um things would not have escalated and (laughs) right but people are freaking lunatics and i just i can't uh I did really good though. I got my knitting needles on the flight. Zero questions asked. Nice. Um, I worked on my scarf the way there, on the way back, a little bit in my hotel room, and I'm almost done with it. Um, awesome. I think I'm going to give it as a gift to my traveling partner as a oh. token of our traveling experience together. Because be let's be honest, anybody getting stuck to travel with me, I'm sure it is indeed an experience. Um. I don't even know, but it it was a good time, and I was really appreciative of the yarn and the knitting needles getting to go aboard because you can download like audiobooks or download a playlist or whatever, but eh, it's not the same to me as I would like to listen to that music and knit. Just mm-hmm. just listening to music, I feel like I'm wasting my time. Like I should be doing something with my hands. So um that part of it was good but it'll probably be a while before i fly again because well i would just rather drive last time i was on a plane i was coming back from florida and i happened to be on a plane with my mom's attorney and oh well his wife and kids and i just thought that that was just fun we would be on the same plane coming back from florida it's funny that you say that because very small world we get back here to ohio we get the baggage uh we get on the little shuttle bus that takes us back to our parked car in the parking lot to come home Mm -hmm. and uh my travel partner was like i think i know him and i'm like what i thought she was talking about the bus driver and (laughs) i'm just not sure how they would have ever crossed paths her and this bus driver just in general i'm trying to figure it out in my head and i'm like what and I'm like, please just don't say anything. It's not him. You don't know him. Let's not do this. You know what I mean? Let's just not. Let's not. So then she's like, his name's Willie. And I'm like, oh, here we go. It's coming. Like, I, it's already coming. I hear it. I know what's happening. It's Willie. So she looks down at the luggage tag, very observant. And she's like, it's really him. I knew it was him. I knew it. And I was like, what? Did you see his name badge? Like, I'm still thinking it's the bus driver. <laughs> Not this guy that we're riding in the bus with. Mm-hmm. So here it comes out of nowhere, man. She's like, 
excuse me. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, oh, just wanting to die, you know. She's like, is your name Willie? And he looks at her and is like, yes. Yes, it is. And I shit you not. She's like, 1989, did you work for so-and-so, so-and-so here? And he's like, yes, I did. And she's like, hey, it's me. And he's like, oh, my gosh. They used to work together back in the 80s. But That's what are the so odds crazy. that we get on this freaking shuttle bus at the airport? And it's him. That's and crazy. So we get off the bus finally, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. You have no idea. I thought you were talking about the bus driver the whole time. And she's like, the bus driver? I'm like, I know. I was trying to figure out how you would have known him, too. Like, that's any more ridiculous than her riding a bus, though, with somebody. Well, okay. So even more small world. They do the whole rigmarole. Hey, yeah, blah, blah, blah. We used to work together in the 80s. Cool. What are you doing now? Something directly in relation to what we do for a living and is Mm -hmm. in direct communication with one of our VPs on the daily. And I was huh. like, now what in the CM hell are the odds of that? Uh, I told her we better get off this bus and play the lottery or something because. Right. But it was just, I mean, you know, we'd been all over the place. St. Louis and Charlotte and Chicago and Columbus. And then we get in this stupid shuttle bus and she's like, I worked with him in 1989. <laughs> I mean, it's just. And I would expect was... nothing less from her, though, either. No. And I just say kudos to you because. I saw her at Walmart one time your travel partner and i was gonna say hi to her um but she had her hands full with her friends and i was like she probably wouldn't recognize me anyway because it was before like we really worked together yeah like we worked in the same building but not super close i was like oh she probably wouldn't know me anyway but i feel like she would though i feel like if she is remembering people from 1989 like she probably would have known who observing is all good out yeah i was like man that is wild. Like, it blew my mind. But I I don't know. And, you know, and it's funny you said that coming back on the airplane with your mom's attorney because a mm-hmm. uh, friend that I, two friends that I went to elementary school with here in Ohio, both of them, and I mean, again, I'm 37, so it was a long time ago, ran into each other in West Palm Beach, Florida, like vacationing and doing separate things. Hadn't seen each other since literally, like, fifth grade. And then she posted a picture, like, you'll never believe who I ran into in West Palm Beach, Florida. And it was this kid we went to school with. That's so wild. Um, It is, man. It just makes you wonder about the universe and how, I don't know, how destiny and fate Well, I was really going to say, work. nothing's by accident, you know. And sometimes, I don't know, sometimes maybe you just need a familiar face, even if it's not one that's super recent. You know, like 1980, yeah. grade or whatever. Sometimes know, you just I need know. that to make the world, I think, feel a little less big. Yeah, it actually does. I feel like that is a spot on because it really kind of humbles you back down to what a small earth it can be. Especially, I feel like in times like these where the world is just legit off its rocker. Um, and how many times very... do people just feel alone, you know? Yes, and then you're like, what's up? Hey, in case you mm-hmm. wanted a reminder, you're not. Because here's someone you know, even though you're thousands of miles away. Right. Uh, here's a little someone. But yeah, I don't know. I thought that that was just crazy. I don't know. Every um, time I go, someone that we work with is up there. Every single time. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. You know, we went to uh, North Carolina to the beach. This is probably two years ago. Well, I shouldn't say that. We were supposed to go to North Carolina the beach two years ago, 
But then magically there was a hurricane right on the island where we were staying and we didn't get to go. I remember that. But yeah. it was a funny story because um, the Gatlin's football coach um, was like, what? We're literally going to be at the beach next door at the same time. We were like, all right, well, we'll travel to North Carolina and get these same kids together, I guess. I don't know, but yeah, uh, we we did not end up getting to go that time because that hurricane just really got the best of us. Did um, they get to go or could they not go either because they were also evacuated? They did get to go. So our time overlapped them a little bit, but they were on, we were staying on uh, one island and they were staying on another little island. There's a bunch of little islands oh. there, like, uh, trying to think, like Oak Island and... Oak Island, they have the TV show about where they're treasure hunting or something. Man, I hope not. I'm not sure how that show's even still on TV. I've never seen it. Know where specifically Oak Island is, but um, when I was looking up North Carolina, I did see that there was an Oak Island, and I was like, huh, I wonder if that's the same one. I can't imagine that that's it. Uh, Jeff makes fun of my sister-in-law pretty heavy, because I think for like maybe the first episode or so, um, she and my brother-in-law might have watched that show. But now that it's into like its 12th episode and they've still not found anything, like he hardcore makes fun of it all the time. Um, I don't know. He always just gives her a I hard time I feel the about same it. about the Finding Bigfoot shows. I'm like, just find Bigfoot already. <laughs> you know, and we watch a lot of the Josh 20 years Gates, now. like, uh, what are those shows? Destination something. I don't know. Josh Gates. Yeah. And I like... Okay, I like the historical information and the background and all of that. But one day we were watching it, and somebody told Jeff, I was like, so do you not find it, like, very ironic or coincidental that, hey, he's here filming this TV show, and oh my gosh, we just found a coin in the dirt. Seriously, yeah. the odds of that on every episode, something like that happens, like... Mm -hmm. Again, I like the historical information, but I don't need all the ad. Like, I don't, I don't need all the added. It's okay if you didn't find the treasure. It's cool watching you try. Like, right. But it frustrates me some of these shows that are like that. But yeah, I don't. I'm not sure how many seasons in that Oak Island show is, but I don't think they have found a dang thing yet. Uh, and yeah. I mean, all the alien shows, I feel like that too. Except for now, like now they're just. I, I think we've reached. COVID just really brought everybody into a crazy phase of life. And I don't think I have to tell anybody that, but no. here in America, our government has reached the stage uh, where they're just flat out like aliens. Yeah, we got them. What's up? That's all these years you guys thought it was aliens. We told you it wasn't. You were right. Joke's on you. There are aliens. And they literally released it into the media saying this. And it hasn't phased anyone because they're like, oh, what else does 2020 have to bring? Aliens. Cool bring on the murder hornets it's just the wildest thing um so i don't know i'm not sure what else to be in for but those alien shows too i feel like they can give up now the government already let the cat out of that bag <laughs> yeah i just i just i don't know i it just kills me all these people who spend all this like state-of-the-art equipment and all this kind of stuff and i'm yes. like yes <sighs> But then you got Jim Bob with an icon camera or something, you know. Not even oh, that, like a disposable man. Kodak taking pictures out in the woods. Yes. Have you seen there's there's a guy on Facebook and um instead of Sasquatch, it's Sax, like saxophone Sasquatch. Mm. 
and he dresses like freaking Bigfoot, but plays the saxophone. Oh so my gosh. Like, it's like him out in the woods, Kenny G in it up, but in a Bigfoot suit. And I freaking laugh every time I see it. I don't know why I am so humored by something so silly. But I'm like, sax, squatch, man, he really thought this through. Like, um, But dude's got a pretty big following. And I don't know. People are really. He saw mom, an opportunity and seized it. <laughs> mom like, wholeheartedly yeah. believed in Bigfoot or Sasquatch or whatever. You My like mom to. does. Um. Our last vacation we took together, we went to the mountains in Gatlinburg and got a cabin and stuff. And she would sit out back to smoke on the back porch and you would hear her just out there making noises and be like, what are you doing, mom? She's like, ah, just doing sas- Sasquatch calls. <laughs> <laughs> she threw a piece of pizza up into the tree trying to entice them to come and eat, I guess. I don't know. But she would make all kinds of crazy noises and just always say she was doing those Sasquatch calls. Well, you know, what's scarier to me than that is I was listening to this podcast and I can't remember which one it was now, but they were talking about um, mountain um, people, I like in like the Appalachian Mountains, um, that apparently like rangers are aware of them, but they're like feral who have been out in the wilderness for generations I'm I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it because all you're you're describing this but in my head all I'm picturing is hills have eyes yes exactly yeah that's exactly what it is and they said that um, they are cannibals I guess and known to be and have I guess been um, you know suspected of people in the woods and I tell you I could not have listened to that podcast at an any worse time because I listened to it right before we went on vacation to Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge and we go through Kate's Cove and I did not even want to get out of the car oh no and you know how um, they have those like houses and churches and stuff along the road they kept getting out of the car Eric and Ethan kept getting out of the car and then Lucas and I would but the car no not eric and ethan they would go off into the woods and stuff and i was like i'm giving you five minutes to come out of that, those woods and i'm leaving you we were gonna get married in one <laughs> of those churches. not waiting for you um oh, yeah. you can get married in them the only thing is because they are a national park you can't close it off to anybody so we could be like mid vowels and here comes somebody charging in to see what's up with the church so that's why we opted against it. But I thought it would have been really cool. I don't know if you guys, did you go through any of the cemeteries at the churches? We did. And I, I felt a little awkward because we went on a Sunday and one of the churches was having an actual like church service that I, I felt like we were really interrupting because there was like a line of 20 of us walking through the cemeteries and stuff while they had this church service going on. And I was like, man, I really wish that we didn't do this on a Sunday. But then of course you're in like a loop. So yeah, you don't have a choice, but uh, yep. <laughs> just Did, like at this point, it's like see, just keep going. <laughs> there's one headstone; it's my favorite because it says "Murdered by North Carolina Rebels." Oh, I know that I makes know me that sound kind of like a horrible person for saying that's my favorite, but I just like the way they worded it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a coworker actually who just returned from vacation today, but there are videos of her. Um, and her family in Cades Cove and her playing the piano at one of the churches. 
Oh. Which is really cool, but then the other half of me is totally like, whoa, if there's anything going to summon the ghost out, it's her playing the piano. Well, one of the churches that we were in when we went, they were not having church service, and there was a little kid that was in there just banging on the keys. And I want to be like, is someone going to come get this kid? And there was a guy who was not affiliated with that child at all, and he said something to them about it. He was like, you know, I don't think that that piano is meant to be played, you know, by anybody but church members kind of disrespectful but like he was being nice to them but i'm like where where are the parents though like and where's the common sense out here in the wilderness like i mean i know it's not maybe technically the wilderness because there's a lot of people but there's I'm a lot like... of cabins we haven't seen though because like the the sisters cabins you've got to hike like miles into cade's cove to get to those cabins and clearly i'm not a hiker here but i would at some point really love to just see the rest of the stuff like I don't know. To me, I just, you know that that is my home and my heart. Yeah. And I, there's a Gatlinburg channel, like a local channel, and it is my absolute favorite. When we go, Jeff hates it because I will turn it on that channel and it stays on that channel the whole time we're there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all the historical stuff of like how they settled there and how they got started. And back in the olden days, here's what we used to do. And just, I just freaking love it. I really That's do. Nice. Um. I Let do want to go butter. back again, but I don't want to go back with the kids. Like, I would like it to just be Eric and I. Okay, and go. if you go back again, I demand, I will even pay for it if I need to. You can't stay at a hotel. At a ca- okay, but I can't stay in a cabin either where we have to drive up the side of the... Okay, not all <laughs> of them are like that. It. So, the one that we stayed in with mom um, was, like... You know the main drag there in Pigeon Forge where there's like, I mean, right in the center, there's like Adventure Golf and there's the yeah. Alamo Steakhouse and all of that, Mama's Farmhouse. Mm-hmm. Our cabin that we stayed in with mom was right back that road, like two miles. Okay. Straight back the road. No mountain climbing, no nothing. If you want a higher elevation view, that's where you get to those squirrely mountain ones where we saw the bear because we were on the freaking top of the mountain. Um, yeah. But not all of them are like that. So I, I will work and I will help find you a good cabin that does not have a scary drive because I feel like that is where you get the full effect of Gatlinburg. Like to be in a cabin in the woods and have a view or a sunset or whatever. Being in a hotel mm-hmm. room is okay. But like once you're done doing your out and about stuff for the day, it sucks to have to come back and just just have a hotel room yeah like you know i feel like maybe everybody wouldn't be so antsy if there was more space and you weren't just cooped up in a hotel room i don't know well and i feel like as a parent when you go on vacation with your kids like you have an activity of some kind yes. like you have to keep yes. everyone engaged yeah i don't want an activity <laughs> like, I no i go shopping and then sit in a hot tub at the end of the day or something. Yes. You know? Oh my gosh. I don't want to go to the aquarium. And I mean, if it, I shouldn't say it. It was fine. It's for Lucas's birthday. So I didn't mind to go because that was his, he wanted that for his birthday present. But like, I just don't want to be packing lunches and making sure everyone gets in the car and that, you know, is on their best behavior and not touching stuff that doesn't belong to them and all that kind of stuff. Like, I just want to just have a, a vacation <laughs> an actual vacation so it's funny because tiff and i've been talking about a vacation with her family and my family um and i'm like let's look for a house that's got a pool that way we literally have no reason to leave the kids can swim it up we'll cook dinners well whatever 
So, like, I'm looking at all these different places, and everyone, she's responding, like, well, what's around there to do? What? And I'm like, well, no, this is the doing. Like, <laughs> we're, we don't need to go anywhere and do anything. But that's, you know, we vacation differently. Um, they like to do, you know, lots of activities and go different places. And I am the same, like, is there Wi-Fi that my kids can use to survive? And can I lay in a hot tub? If those boxes are checked, then I'm in. Sounds great. Yeah. I All feel this vacation like... talk now has me really wanting a vacation. Well, it's almost vacation time again. A few months. I know. Um, and I'm excited because I don't I'm really excited for fair stuff. I'm excited mm-hmm. for our festival this fall. Not that I'm trying to wish away our summer, but we got a lot of big things in the work. No, but we are trying to wish away the that we just had. Like if if we could just wrap that up. Right. And get the warm weather. Just, yeah. <laughs> kind of still having it as we speak i mean mama always said three snows after the four scythias and we've had like 18 right (laughs) so we're done we're we're good we got it let's let's move on (laughs) oh my gosh tell us about the weather where you are because clearly we are still stuck in winter here and hating it in ohio um you can find us to talk to us uh you can join our group on facebook it is needles hooks and dirty looks year-long stitchathon super fun crowd there uh, lots of yarn and pets. We really enjoy those dogs too and cats. Um, or you can find us and message us or just find us on TikTok, on Facebook Messenger, on regular Facebook, on Instagram. They're all the same. It's at Needles Hooks DL. Or lastly, if you would like to email us, it is spelled all the way out Needles Hooks and Dirty Looks at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We are somewhat getting better about this TikTok stuff. Uh, we've been trying to post a little more there. So um, tell us what we're missing or what we should be posting or what you want to see more of. Mm-hmm. And tell us if you spring clean or not. We're going to maybe we'll put up a TikTok poll. I've seen that. I don't know how to do it yet, but I'm going to work it out. Maybe we'll put up a poll. Do you spring clean? Yes or no? We'll get a general consensus. Maybe it's just an us thing here. Does your husband maybe like the- to clean the baseboards with q-tips when company is coming over i feel like that's a better one. Oh my gosh we're gonna have to have a whole episode for the yeah i think it's like an anxiety those mundane tips are the anxiety coming out but it is legit he's with the q-tips or the toothbrush <laughs> cleaning something some minute something that no one's ever looked at it makes my um, blood boil no oh, man time. well we look forward to your feedback tell us if your husband is crazy too or if it's you maybe it's you with q-tips cleaning the baseboards and that's okay <laughs> we support you um, find us here next week or find us online at Needles XDL. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you Tuesday. Bye. Bye. <laughs>